Hi, I'm Tina Bailey, founder of Build Her Collaborations, Master Life Coach, best-selling author, non-profit strategy consultant, and the creator of the Boss Up Podcast. In this podcast, we focus on tips and strategies to help women see themselves unapologetically as the CEO of their own life. It's time for women to walk boldly, be optimistic, strategic, and self-reliant, withholding nothing. I just want to say welcome to the She Shed. As many of you know, I am Tina Bailey. I am a life strategist and business coach, and I have been um, one of those individuals who have played behind the scenes for a very long time. And now it's time for me to come forth and do the things that I do and do the things that I have been assigned to do. And one of which has been the Boss Up Podcast. If you don't know what the Boss Up Podcast is, I encourage you to go to Spotify, iHeartRadio, um, Anchor, CastBot. It's, it's everywhere, y'all. Just go and check out the um, the podcast. On Mondays, I release a motivational type podcast, which is to encourage you and to push you to really become and show up as the CEO of your own life. And that's what it is to boss up. Boss Up is simply for you to take control of your life, to really see yourself as the head of your life. Of course, we know that God is the ultimate head, but at some point in your life, you have to realize that you are the CEO. And so often I see many and many women allowing any and everyone to come into their life and wreck havoc. You would not allow someone to come into your life and destroy your home. You would not allow them to come into your business and disrupt your business. You would not ask someone that has no dog in the fight how to run your business. Yet you are allowing so many people to tell you what's best for you and how to run your life. At some point, you have to decide and you have to declare that I it's okay for me to say no and to remember no is a complete sentence. So, That is what the Boss Up Podcast is all about. It is me encouraging and motivating you to show up as the CEO of your life. And I will be the first to admit, I haven't always done that. I have not. (laughs) But guess what? I do now. And so now what I want to introduce to you all is an additional segment of, and it's called the She Shed. And the She Shed is... It's where I allow guests to actually come in and talk with me. I I know they allow me to talk to them. That's what happens. They allow me to talk to them about their life, what how they where they started, what they went through and where they are now. And it gives us a glimpse of what it looks like and what it takes to become the CEO of your own life. Look, it, it's not an, an easy task. It requires you to make sacrifices. It requires that you do things outside of your norm. But baby, when you get to that other side, there is just something about that peace that comes with it. There is a peace that you realize and you are asking yourself, what was I waiting on? And so what we want to do is we just want to share with you from someone else. I know y'all hear from me all the time, but I want to hear it. want you to hear it from someone else. So tonight in the She Shed, I have the honor of hanging out with Miss Sasha 
Walton. Okay, let me give you a little bit about her, what I what I got about her, and I'm gonna let her introduce herself. But for now, what I will say, Sasha Walton is a business strategist and CEO of SWI Management Group, who helps women and creative entrepreneurs build businesses for sustainable growth while managing mental health. And y'all know I'm all about that mental health because if your mind ain't right, ain't nothing right. Just saying, but we're going to talk about that more in a minute. As the author of The Ugly Truth About Entrepreneurship, Keys to Managing Mental Wellness, Sasha has become a prominent voice who's disrupting the narrative of entrepreneurship and mental health. She has been featured in Authority Magazine, Associate Press, Associated Press, Amazon Live, Ruco, Women Rise in Paris, Paris, France. I'm going to see if I can't get her to go take me to Paris, France. Yeah, that might be some good stuff. And other stages and media outlets. Sasha inspires her audience with captivating topics that empower and transform. She loves being transparent with her audience while sharing her signature talks for global impact. So at this time, I am going to bring Sasha on. And I just want y'all to welcome her in. Um, you will hear a lot about her this week as we, um, as I just drop nuggets from this podcast and just nuggets of things that she's she sold into my life. So let me bring her on now. Thank Hello, you. girl. <laughs> girl, how are you? <laughs> I am good. And in the words of all my people, they hear me say, hey, girl, hey. <laughs> That's how we roll. <laughs> so I am excited to have you here. Um, we had a conversation and we just connected. I felt like you was my sister from another mother. And we just kind of, yeah, I was like, okay, I really need her in my life. Yeah. And <laughs> so I you. also feel like I, my people need you in theirs as well. So I have given the brief bio of, of, of who you are, you know, all the statistics and all those things. But girl, let the people know who you really are. What is what is the um, the truth about Sasha Walton? Oh, I love that one. Mm. All right. Yes. Yeah, so the truth about Sasha Walton is I am a mom of a beautiful 26-year-old daughter who is getting married in May. I just love saying that because um, I have to announce that because I am an entrepreneur, but I'm a mompreneur as well. And I do believe that no matter how old your kids are, you're still going to be a mompreneur. Trust me on that one. <laughs> but um, I have a wonderful fur baby, so I love the, I love the animals as well. And I love helping people. I love seeing people flourish in their purpose and just growing in the things that they are meant to do here on this earth. And so I just pour out everything that I do into it. So I, uh, as you mentioned, I am the CEO of SWI Management Group. And I have a beautiful ecosystem, an ecosystem between my company and my personal brand. And um, with my company, we do event production and strategic business development and planning for other businesses. But as my personal brand, which I love so much, I get to show up as that business strategist and that thought leader. I am um, an international speaker, a podcast host. I'm the founder of According to Sasha Podcast. I have two books out. And um, what else? Oh, and I'm a TEDx, official TEDx organizer for 
um, TEDx Mellon Street here in Hampton, Virginia. And so I am, thank you. So I'm doing um, a lot of amazing things. And um, yeah, I, I, I just, I love it. I know we'll go into more throughout the interview, but yeah, that is me in a nutshell. I love it. I mean, I'm just like super excited because you know, I, I tell people all the time, when you sit at the table with visionaries, it's a different conversation. When you sit at people at the table with individuals who aren't afraid to walk in their vision and walk in their purpose, that conversation is major different, right? But as we know, because tonight, you know, we are talking about the mindset of an entrepreneur we know that in order to to be able to sit at that table, you have to have the right mindset or baby, you're going to feel like you are a fish out of water. You're going to be saying, what are they talking about? And why are they acting like they're not scared of nothing and mm-hmm. all this? And so I want to make sure that we, we know we help the people to understand before we get there. What I want to talk about to them is for them to understand a little bit about the she shed. So what did she share? <laughs> because people are like, okay, Tina, wait a minute, what happened? You added some stuff now. Yes, I am. I am. If you have been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that I'm usually doing the motivational type things. You know, girl, you can do this. I got you, dot, dot, dot. But the she shed is really about, I was going to say women, but it may not always be women that's coming up on here, okay? Because you need to understand and realize the whole, the the the, uh, the ugly truth. Yes, that was a pun <laughs> that was intended. But the truth about, you know, really taking control of your life. I mean, I'm sure that Sasha's going to tell you it hasn't been easy. You know, when you want, when you decide that you really want to do this, you're going to have some trials and some tribulations. And so the She Shed is about removing that mask. And y'all know, in my first book, I talk about, what you're hiding is hindering your blessings. And so you're hiding behind these masks and acting like everything is perfect. And it's time to take that mask off and be authentically who you are. And what we want to do in the She Shed is just really shed the weight of what it looks like for one, being a woman. That's first and foremost, just being a woman. But then being a woman in leadership, that's a whole nother ball game. So I'm going to... Um, throw it over a little bit to Sasha and say, you know, what was it that made you um, decide to go into entrepreneurship? Oh, wow. You know, I, I started in business and like, I'm always dating myself whenever I tell this part of the story, but I started in business in 1998 and I was actually volunteering. um, I was attending a church that I was going to and they were wanting to do a youth event for the youth there. And so I was voluntold as well as volunteering <laughs> to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I did it and it came out very well. And it was at that moment I knew I had a gift and a knack for something. And so from there, many other people started asking me to do it. So I was like, okay, I might as well just go ahead and do this thing. So I stepped out. I did it. I didn't even have a brand. I was just doing events. Just call me, Sasha. I'm here. I'm doing the thing. Um that evolved into an actual business. And I also, in the midst of it, I ended up managing music artists as well. And so I just had to throw it in because it'll make light in later part of my story. But um, I evolved. I evolved and I always had that on the side of my business. But the biggest thing was just really get into something that um, the purpose evolved for me, you know, getting mm-hmm. into something that 
really made a difference for my life. It made a difference for my daughter. Um, at that time, my daughter was like two, three, four years old. And I wanted to show her the things that you can accomplish and that you could do anything your mind is set towards. And so, and it was about building legacy. Um, I was a firm believer in that. And I'm, I'm still, you know, treading on to that same, that same goal. But those were the things that actually got me started in business. And I just allowed myself to evolve, um, finding more of myself kept me going as well. And so, yeah, it got me to the point I'm at right now. Yeah. I love, I love that you, you say, you know, when you say evolve, there's a, a, a shine that comes to you. And I think it's very important that the people realize and understand that when you are moving into whether, and and you don't have to go into your, into entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. So I want to make that clear when I say boss up, you don't have to be an entrepreneur. You can you can work your nine to five, but you mm-hmm. need to realize and understand that your life is your business. And if you don't carry it as such, baby, you're going to miss out and you're going to make some bad choices. You know, Jay-Z said it best. He says, I am not a businessman. I'm a businessman. And y'all know I have recorded that mm-hmm. thing. And I say, I am not a businesswoman. Woman, I am a business unapologetically. I live my life in a manner in which I make decisions. And I laughed when I saw it was a quote and it said, um, if you see me talking to myself, ignore it. We just having a business meeting for real. Cause that's how I really do feel some days. It's like, and my Mm -hmm. mother used to always tell, say, I'm like, mom, you talking to yourself? She said, yeah, I got to talk to smart people every now and then. So my thing is this, you, you know, I've heard it out. Oh, you shouldn't talk to yourself. They're going to think you crazy. If you mm-hmm. don't talk to yourself, they're going to think you crazy. Or, you, you know, are you going to tell them that you're crazy? <laughs> so, but when you said, when you say evolve, you, mm-hmm. it's a light that comes over you. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you noticed that, but it was a, you just... <laughs> Glow, you said you said evolve, and you just kind of sat a little hot taller in your stance or something. So tell me, what's what's that about? What's that? What's that mm, that comes with evolving? You know, it is actually it's funny. Um, the the mm out of that <laughs> is more has more been found within the last year of my life versus all these years I've been in business. And, and like I said, I've always evolved. I, you know, go with the change and the tide and everything and just continue to move up and higher. But one of the things that I really do believe, like when you said, you know, I am a business, you know, your business is who you are and it's all wrapped into one. It's just looked differently. And when you are like that, you know, you're going to change. The most you grow within yourself, your business will grow differently. And for me, it was really coming out of my comfort zone. Um, that was a part of my latest involving, you know, emotion. And, um, you know, I made a decision to come out of my comfort zone. I was always, you know, in the past, I've always done great things. I've always done big things, but I wanted to do things in my way. I wanted to do things where, you know, I didn't care if people knew who I was. I didn't advertise at their market. I love the whole thing where people just came to me by referrals. I felt like, oh, that's the Rolls Royce type of deal. You know, I like that motion. But, um, even though all those things were happening, there was still more for me. 
Mm-hmm. And I didn't embrace it because I was like, oh, no, that means I got to be in the forefront. That means I have to be seen. I'm comfortable being great in the shadows. And so the pandemic happened. And I went through that whole trial and tribulation when it came to that with my business. And in December 2021, I made the decision to come out of my comfort zone. And so that has not only evolved me, but it blossomed something greater as well. And so now I'm the space of my brand. And it has opened up so many more opportunities for me to, you know, be seen, be vocal. I still don't care about being seen and vocal, but I know it's a part of my purpose. And so, and I just believe that everyone that are there for you to touch their lives. Yes. You can't touch their lives until you show up. And sometimes Mm -hmm. some things that people are waiting for. Say that again. (laughs) Sometimes you can't touch their lives until you show up. And those same people, there's something that's there that's needed. There's a void that's there for them that you were birthed to touch. And so I, I, I felt that urgency in myself to make sure, like, look, Sasha, don't miss this wave. Get out your get out your head, get out of everything and do it differently. And when I embraced it, I just it just happened. So just the new things and. Um, that's why I'm here before you guys today and really just, you know, sharing what's on my heart. I'm a heart centered person. I love helping people. Um, I love being transparent and vulnerable and whatever my testimony is, it can help somebody else. I'm open to that. And, um, it's been wonderful. It's been a great ride so far. So, okay. So, I mean, that, that quote, I mean, that just like it, 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 you know, I always say it it touched me in my shanana. Okay. (laughs) Because, okay. Let's say. You can't touch their lives until you show up. And so often we want to play in the in the background, right? Mm-hmm. We want to play in the background. But mm-hmm. when did you really know? When did that mind shift? When did that mind shift take place when you realized I can't be in the background no more? What did that look like? So that was my ugly truth. Um, basically what my whole book is about. Um the pandemic. Um, I know it, it rattled a lot of people's lives. For me, I had I was a full time entrepreneur for two years before it mm. happened, and um, and when it happened, you know, it took me from six figures down to trying to figure out what am I going to do next. And so I really went through that emotional spiral and really dealing with the 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 hard parts of the negativity or, you know, just looking at myself like, okay, I'm just going to throw in the towel. I'm just going to be, I'm going to be regular. I'm going to be mediocre. I'm going to be all these things. Cause I don't want to get myself out there again. What if I fell? I didn't fall because of me. It was a situation that happened to me, but sometimes that hits harder when it's something outside of your control that, that happens towards you. And so going through all of that, I, um, I would say through much prayer, <laughs> much, much prayer. Um, it, I, I had that talk to myself moment. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was just more so like, okay, Sasha, I have this thing where every 10 years of your life should be better than the last 10 years of your life. Like we have mm-hmm. our own decades, right? And so this year I'll be 50. And at the time I was 48 in December, 2021. And I was just like, you know what? I have to change something because I'm going to go into another decade of my life. And so I dealt, you know, had that 
like I said, continuously talking to myself, continuously motivating myself and encouraging myself and, and actually just really pulling from the things that I already knew that was in me. You yeah. know, I always tell people that we are great and we already know these things, but a lot of times we have to kind of get out of our own way in order to let that great part of you show up. And, and a lot of times we hear it, people around you, they tell you all the time, I had the same people around me, but I was like, no, I'm not trying to do that. No, <laughs> you know, but that moment it happened for me when I had that mindset shift was the urgency I felt deep down in my core. And it was just like, Sasha, you have to do it and you have to do it now. Don't miss this wave. You know, don't miss this wave of opportunity that's coming. And when I felt that, I was just like, okay, I don't want to miss it. I don't want to be on that side of the woulda, shoulda, coulda's. And I just, I just took that deep breath and said, okay, you know what? Okay, God, I'm going to do it. And I just jumped out of that comfort zone. And I knew that when I relaunched my business, I had to do it with me as the face of my brand. And here I am. You just like leading right on into everything. Like, you know, you just like flowing. You know, you know, I, I you know, I think when we talked, I told you that I believe in God breaths. You know, I believe that God blows on us and he blows us into the right way. He, he sends us, he sends us to the spaces that we need to be. And it's just like a gentle breath. And then when you feel it, you know, it's right. And I feel like you are one of those God breaths and that it is one of those things to where it was something that I needed to kind of push me where I need it to be. And I'm hoping that it's the same for you. It's like, we, I'm a firm believer that we have to, you know, what they say, iron sharpens iron and you have to make sure that you're around the right person. But you said something very key and I want to kind of talk about it really brief, but you were saying you was, you was around the same people, but did you find yourself having to change the people that you was around? No, like those same people were the ones that was always telling me to, to jump. They were always the one telling me, Sasha, go ahead and leap into it. Like, you need to do it like this. You need to do it like that. I was the one that was like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, go be the celebrity. I'm like, I'm not trying to be celebrity. I'm not trying to be famous. I don't want to do. Oh, I don't want to be that. And, you know, and I think I was just more so stuck on the fact of I don't want to be seen, you know, hmm. and I don't want to be in the forefront. I don't want to be that with all the lights are on you. And and then, and it wasn't that I couldn't navigate through it. I just didn't want to do it. I didn't feel like that had to be for me. And um, but it was the same thing. I ended up when I launched out, it was the same thing. I was like, dang, they were right <laughs> all this time. So some of them I'm so close to even to this day, and I'm like, yeah, you know. I finally did it. Like you told me like 10 years ago, <laughs> I finally yeah. leaped. But, yeah. um, but it's good to have those two people around. But then there's sometimes when some people may have people around them that may, you know, have that negative vibe or they may not have that belief system to really encourage a person to continue to grow. And to, to that point where you just asked, I would say that if anybody is watching there or in that situation, definitely change your circle. Not saying to forget about those people, but continue to elevate yourself. And as you grow and as you continue to learn, you know, set yourself around other people who can pour into you yes. greater than the last people. Not saying you have to disconnect, 
But sometimes when it comes down to certain things that you need to do in your life or that's for you to do in life, those same people may not understand it. They may not understand it to that level. So it does take for you to encamp yourself around people. If it's virtual events, if it's, you know, things, your podcast, whatever it is that's going to help edify you and continue to help you grow and to evolve, you know, in a way that, um, you know, that, that helps you get to the place that you're supposed to be. And then you could just, you know, transcend into it. So I would yeah. say that, but yeah, yeah. I, I've been, I've been blessed enough to say I have good people around my circle. That's good. That's good. Because a lot of times, a lot of times we don't, we don't have those individuals who will, you know, they are afraid because they have not been able to do the things they want to do, or they haven't seen anyone doing the things that you're talking about doing. And so they are afraid that, and they, and they have your best, they have your, your best interest at heart. They don't want you to be heard and, and all that, but they're, they're just going off of what they know. Mm-hmm. And that so, limited thinking can and limited limit it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So we just have to be careful. And, you know, one of the good things about it is, you know, I encourage, you know, everyone, if, if you're not a part of the Facebook um, women's group, is strolling across, the name of it is strolling across the bottom of the page. Um, it's the Women in Leadership Unlocking New Levels. And each, um, twice a month, I do a training on, you know, next level training is what it's called. It's like, what are you doing now? What's, what is your next? Because it's so important. And, and, and like, like I'm sure Sasha will tell you as a business strategist, like you have to have a strategy in place. And so for those of you that don't know what boss up is, boss is bold, optimistic, strategic, and self-reliant. Okay. So you have to be bold. Sasha said that she was bold. She boldly stood up and became the face of her business. She was optimistic. She knew that she couldn't keep dwelling on what was. She had to look at, there is a future, you know? She was strategic. She was intent on how she was going to do it. And she relied on herself. She knew that it had to come out of her. It had to be something that was blossom. And she went on and not only started her, um, you know, relaunched her business, then she went and decided to write a book. So let's talk about this book, <laughs> The Ugly Truth About Entrepreneurships and the Keys to Managing Mental Health. Tell me about that. Oh, my goodness. That is my passion topic, my passion book. Um, it is my compelling story about what I experienced during the pandemic when it impacted my business. And it was for me, like you started out earlier talking about removing the mask. Mm-hmm. And I actually have a part in the book about removing the mask. Um, but it was, it came down to me having to do that um, because I, I was I was a wreck. I was a mess during those two years because, you know, I went from, I always had my business. I always had, I was always working nine to five. And 2018, I was laid off from my nine to five and I quickly moved my business up to my full-time business. And that's when I was scaling six figures and everything. And, you know, and I was just like, okay, this is where I want to be. I I don't want to go back. This is where it's at. And then the pandemic happened. You know, when you're a full-time entrepreneur, you don't have any other cushions around, you know, you're building every 
thing. It's not like you have that nine to five to fall back on because you got extra income. What you're bringing in is what you have. And even if it's managed well, but something like the pandemic, when it shut down everything for so long, I was doing government contracting with event services. And so we all know that's a very lucrative business. And being two years in it, going into my second year of it, after that, the pandemic, um, I went through that emotional you know, turmoil, that that struggle, trying to figure it out, um, wanting to throw in the towel, all those things. It was it was an ugly, it was an ugly truth, and I I wrapped that up in there. But there was so many different keys and lessons that I did learn. Once I came out of it, I was able to look back, and I was like, okay, these are the things I learned about myself. Um, even my shortcomings, because I was so back up against the wall, you know, I think if it wasn't for my faith or my strength or mental strength that I had, even though I felt it like it was weak, who knows what could have else happened to me, you know? And so I um, had these keys and these lessons that I learned for myself. And it was, you know, knowing your capacity, like during that time, I really reflected to where I'm always, I was always running before the pandemic. I was always running. I was always doing business. I was doing my business. I was managing my, you know, a family, my daughter, managing other people's businesses, doing everything. And sometimes we could do so much that when we're burnt out, we don't realize it because we're numb. So we're still moving. It took me, it took that pandemic to sit me still long enough to feel like I like this release. I don't, I don't have that weight on my shoulders, even though I felt like everything else was caving in. But once everything started to pull itself together, because I did go back to work during that time, um, when it started to pull itself together and I wasn't no longer worried about my household, that release was there. And so I said, okay, well, with these keys, I have to hold on to this. You know, I have to hold on to prioritizing self-care because that was the thing that kept me grounded. You know, I had to hold on with knowing my capacity because when people were calling me, asking me, you know, Sasha, can you help me? And I'm like, I can't even help myself right now. I can't show up for you. So I can't. I was comfortable saying no. Yes. And that was something that I was always like, oh, let me figure it out. Let me see if I can make a way. I went to figuring it out, making a way for everybody to a point where I'm like, I can't do it because I can't even do it for myself. So, no, I'm sorry. I can't be there. And so... Even down to removing the mask, really identifying those areas within yourself that you know that are ugly, those things you know you have to let go of, or the things you know that you have to blossom in. You know, so that's like all those things that I dealt with, and it's life. And so I chose to be vulnerable and transparent with that book and self claiming myself as a wellness advocate now for entrepreneurs because we all go through life. And a lot of times mental health and entrepreneurship is not talked about together, but there are a lot of stresses that are happening amongst entrepreneurs who are trying to make it happen in so many different ways. I mean, even down to when you're trying to keep up with the Joneses, you know, you're still trying to figure out why their business is running and yours is not getting off the ground yet. That is stressful for some people. Mm -hmm. And so I, I just said, I'll be that person. I'll write this book. So it's a quick read. It's easy but it's impactful. It, I wrapped up my story along with questions and it's interactive and it makes you think. Um, so many great reviews so far. And, um, you know, I, I just, I feel like a lot of people talk about the beautiful parts of entrepreneurship, those beautiful results, 
and they're all out there, all on social media and everything. But what was the moment that made you cry? What was the moment where you felt like you didn't even know what that check, the person wouldn't pay the check or the invoice at the end of the week, and you know you were waiting for that to come in to pay some bills? Like, that is the real part, the real ugly truth about entrepreneurship. And those are some of the things that I brought to light in that book. And, um, and, and some of the feedback I've gotten so far from so many different women was like, I felt like I was seen. You know, mm-hmm. I felt like somebody finally, you know, tapped into an area where I knew I was struggling. Now I know I wasn't by myself and, you know, all these things. So when I started getting that feedback, and I was just like, wow. So it was really meant for me to write that book. Um, honestly, I wrote the book just so I could have it to go to Paris because I was talking about the same thing. <laughs> you know, but everybody, you know, you know, marketing wise, you have books, you do this and do that. So I got it out the way for that reason. But that reason ended up being more of a, a blessing to me, not monetarily, but because of the lives I've touched so far with that book. And um, I'm happy that I wrote it. And even with the, uh, I have it right here for anybody who wants to see it. Even this picture is a selfie. So it's one of the good selfies that come out, that came out right. <laughs> but I put that as the cover of my book because I took that picture in the midst of my trial. Mm. during the pandemic and I'm like this is going on the book <laughs> it's going on the book hands down and, and it's, there's a purpose behind that image you know that always remind me like Sasha you were smiling you were this all the world around you was chaotic but that was still part of your ugly truth so that's the ugly truth about entrepreneurship <laughs> I love it like there's so much to unpack in that like <laughs> And I'm sure, you know, like, yeah, we gonna we got to do something else, but, and we will, y'all don't even know, y'all yeah. just stay tuned because we're going to do some big stuff. But, you know, even in that is that, that thing, what you just said, like, it's in your ugly truth. It's, it's mm-hmm. in your, that moment where you really feel your worst, that the best parts of you come out. Mm-hmm. And it just changed you know, two letters. <laughs> Yeah, right. But we we sit there and we're like, oh, um, I'm ready. I can't do this. I don't want to do this. It's, it's when you are right at the when you're right at the brink of your breakthrough or that special thing, or even even if not, let's go the other way. You're thinking that you're at the bottom of the barrel, but in actuality, you have been laid on your back. So all you can do is look up. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes that's what we have to get <laughs> to that point. And it's okay because what, if you can look up, you can get up. That's what I always say. If you can look up, you can get up. It's when you're flat on your face that you have a problem. Turn over and get Turn over. up. Turn over and get up. And, you know, it's so key that we realize and we remember that. And I'm, you know, I, I don't, I... I'm not happy that you went through your ugly moment, but I'm <laughs> glad you went through your ugly moment because mm-hmm. what came out of it is a testimony, but an evolved and better version of Sasha mm-hmm. and here to make a difference in all of our lives. And I'm just glad to now <laughs> say that you are part of my life <laughs> And, you know, is and and there was something else that you had said. And 
I want to, I got two questions, of course, that I always ask everybody I'm going to ask you, but there's, um, you know, you was just saying like, you have to make sure that you're doing things for the right reasons. You know, are you doing things for the right reasons? Mm -hmm. But are you, you know, there is, there is such a thing as making sure that you are, um, I'm trying to figure out how I want to say this. You're branding you. You're branding you. Even in your ugly moments, there's still a part of you that is showing up, mm-hmm. you know? And so what are, what's showing up? Who's mm-hmm. showing up? It doesn't matter if she's, if she has tears rolling down her eyes or not, who's showing up being authentically you. And like you said, saying no, when you have to say no and remembering that no is a complete sentence, you don't know. Oh, anyone an explanation to your no, it's just no. No, no. And and accepting someone else's no. That's the hard part. And realizing a no means next opportunity. I can't do that. Someone else may can, but I can't do it. And that's the end of the conversation. Where we going next? (laughs) Next opportunity, you know, and and being okay. But we have been taught as women at, at a young age that is something wrong with saying no. And there is absolutely nothing wrong with it. I mean, from day one, remember, we first thing we do, we give our baby girls a, a doll or something else to take care of. And we mm-hmm. tell them to take care of it, treat them right, don't let anything happen to it. And we're telling them to put everyone else before, uh, before them. Mm-hmm. So we're teaching them they can't say no, even at that early age. And now here we are. We want to say, no, we don't have to do that. Okay, so for the questions. <laughs> You kind of already talked about the first one. Um, So I'm going to start with the second one. For that woman that is thinking about starting her own business, what advice would you give her at this point? Hmm. If she started thinking about starting her own business, I would say to definitely use that time before you actually jump. Like a lot of people say, just do it, right? Because that's the thing that's just going to get you moving. But you can just do it, but still don't have a plan. And I would say during your time frame of thinking about it, write down your thoughts. You know, instead of talking about it so much, write it out. Because those ideas that you pull out are the stepping stones to the plan that you're going to build. Yes. So you might as well get it out. Because when you're talking to people about it, you're really telling them the whole plan. People say, oh, how am I going to do it? What am I going to do? All this other stuff. You have your plan. Write it out. Get you a good strategic business plan going with it get you some help if you need to, to help you start it off and to start the process with um, starting the business. But don't try to rush through it. Don't try to rush through the processes. Don't try to skip any processes. Um, right now, this whole narrative where people are looking at sales strategies and brand strategies is st- and not building your business strategies. And then it's like you have that, people are growing and then they get stuck because they don't have a foundation. Build your foundation first. Take your time with it. Be the slow cooker with the pot roast in it and get all your juices succulent and ready to go versus the microwave. You know, pop it in, pop it out. Next thing you know, it's cold. Um, So definitely take your time with it. Get your help. Do the research. Um, Also, don't be afraid to look within yourself. A lot of times we have to like tackle those fears. We have to tackle those confident issues, the procrastination, because if you don't have that belief system like good or effective within you, 
it will stop you in your tracks as soon as you think it's getting hard or it's not working. So those are some of the advices that I would give to somebody who's looking to start a business. Um, your skill sets, wrap your skill sets into what you do because who you are professionally is the same person that you are in your business. Mm-hmm. And it makes a business easier to manage if you put your skills in it. And so, and do the things, not that you're just good at doing, but do the things that you know you're meant to do and what you're passionate about and then just form it from there. And then you should have, you'll be on the way of having a solid foundation for your business. That's good. You said something that was, that, that stuck out. Um, you know, you, you were saying that what you're doing in your, pretty much what you were saying, I, I gathered <laughs> what you were saying, mm-hmm. what you're doing on in your day to day on your nine to five is, is usually a part of your passion and who you are and what you're doing mm-hmm. your purpose. The other thing I want, I want to make sure that people heard you say is to remember this is the way you do one thing is the way you do all things. So if you're slacking on your nine to five, you're going to be slacking in your own business too. So you want to make sure that you get that and nip that in the bud before you start jumping. Mm -hmm. Um, Second question. (laughs) What does being a boss or in our case, bossing up mean to Sasha? Oh, so bossing up means to me is taking yourself on a higher level. Um, You're showing up as the highest version of yourself. Each time you boss up, you're leveling up, you're becoming a higher version of yourself. You're being um, more impactful. You can touch more lives. You can have more solutions to the problems with your business or your products. Um, Just showing up. There is an art to showing up. You know, you want to not shrink back. You want to continuously show up no matter how hard it gets. You got to cry before you show up, just cry before you show up, wipe your face off and get into it. Like there's so many things when you're thinking about a boss up, but ultimately looking at the fact that you are becoming a leader. You are a leader. You're not just a a boss. You're not just a, a, a person who is, you know, bossing up. You're not just a CEO, but you're a leader. You're a leader to all those who are watching you when you don't think they're watching you. You're a leader to those who are following you. You're a leader to everyone that you that you are around or your life impacts. So that is the ultimate part of it is being a good leader and understanding that is how you boss up. Yes. And she said it with <laughs> power. Because <laughs> that's how we do it around here. Okay. That is how we do it. So, Sasha, I just want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank I you. appreciate you. I appreciate you coming and hanging out with me in the She Shed and sharing you. your story. I look forward to truly unpacking even more and hearing more. Um, and as I said to, to you all, if you're not a member of, if you're visiting over here from Sasha's clan, um, I need you to come in and join the women in leadership because what we're doing is we're just, you know, it's a safe space. We, When you're an entrepreneur and you're a woman and as an entrepreneur, you need community. You need someone that you can say, girl, today was a bad day and you don't have to explain it to nobody. We know what that means. We know that, okay, we need to either pour a lot of love on her or go find and go have a glass of wine. We need to do something with her. And it's okay. There's no judgment, right? So if you, you know, join the group, you know, become a part. But more than anything, if, if you don't even decide to do that, find you a circle. Find you a group to be a part of. Because as women, we need each other. 
regardless of how we feel about it, we need each other. We was created to be a part of something. So I am excited. And, and again, thank you, Sasha. I appreciate it. And um, I am going to, the next thing I wanted to talk about is just one of the things she did say is knowing who you are and showing up for yourself. So as y'all know, the end of this month, we are launching our personal branding boot camp. And that is an opportunity for you to really brand yourself because branding is not about how you, um, it's not really about how you're showing up, but it is about how people view you. It is their perception. And how are you presenting yourself, not your business? How are you presenting yourself to the world? And are you showing up the way you want to show up? If you're not, we need to talk and we need to talk quick. All right. Y'all have an amazing night. I will see you next week. And Sasha, again, thank you, girl. I appreciate you. And I will talk with y'all soon. Thank you, Tina. Bye.